Welcome to Sheffield Hopcast and welcome to our first ever virtual Hopcast. I think I think this is the first time that we've recorded without us all kind of being together in person. Um, you may be listening to the podcast of this. You might be watching the video of this because both are available. It's the first time that we've been uh, all together available in, in video format. Um, we're going to have a beer together and we're just going to have a bit of a chat about kind of what the heck's going on at the moment. Um, introductions first. Uh, I'm James. Adam is here. Hello. Hello. Uh, Laura. Hi. And Sean. Hello, everybody. There we go. Sean sounding very husky there. Um, <laughs> we normally start by doing beer of the month, but I think we should begin by um, going around introducing our beer and cracking it open, and then we can chat about um, other beers and, and, and stuff. Uh, the theme this month to the beer selections that we've um, come up with, it's very loose because we only agreed it last night. The theme is lockdown, and we've left that completely open to interpretation. So um, let's see what we've come up with. Laura. Oh, making Jim pass me my beer. So I've got one that we bought um, on Monday, just as uh, everything was announced, from Pressure Drop on their online shop. I thought it was quite appropriate because it's called Welcome to the Internet. No. Um, and <laughs> Brilliant. it's got a cute, it's, I felt, found it very appropriate for me on many levels this week. Uh, and it's got a cute little corgi on it. If you can see it for the video there. Uh, it's a very Laura and, can, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be the best. You just have to try your best. So it's got a nice little motivational message on it as well. And uh, in keeping with the fact that it's uh, 10 past four on a Sunday afternoon, it's an 8.5% double IPA. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a uh, single hot with mosaic by the looks of it. Um, not tried it before, but I've enjoyed all the stuff I've had from Press Drop, so that's mine. I'll crack it open. Awesome. I kind of feel like this sort of like different, what you're allowed to drink at different times of day, that all goes out the window now. Like yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning is the same as 8 o'clock in the evening now. It doesn't matter, like, so it's fine to drink a double IPA. Rules, isn't it? Yeah. That's what, at the moment, we're just living permanently those three days between Christmas and New Year. That's what <laughs> that's what's happening at the moment. Uh, right, Sean, um, who uh, looks lovely there in his bedroom. Sean, that beard is yeah. I, I didn't even know that there was a theme for the uh, for the beers, so I'm I'm now busily trying to incorporate theme um, <laughs> into the beer that I've I've selected. And uh, as we are in in lockdown, um, what me and Deb are trying to do is 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 not stray too far off the normal path in terms of our drinking, and ideally not start something dippers uh, on a, a Sunday afternoon uh, uh, as, as Yorkshire pudding uh, tray still being cleaned and so uh, <laughs> I've gone for a Pomona Island uh, beer, a beautiful little pink can there uh, the beer is called Second Toughest in the Infant uh, I would imagine none of us probably was Second Toughest in the Infant at school actually um, but it's a little Three point two percent Simcoe mosaic. I think there's a bit of amarillo in there, so I've gone for low on a Sunday afternoon. And three point two percent means I don't feel too guilty drinking something before six pm, which is our golden rule: try and not stop anything before six. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, right, Adam, what have you got? 
Uh, they've gone for do 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 deliverance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is um again quite strong. Seven percent Sabro um dipper from Abidale. Um I've had one of these now. But I bought myself a second one especially for this and it's um it's very good. Unless you don't like Sabro, which is um it's one of the new, uh, it's one of the new um, Sriracha Ace hops, isn't it? I think a lot of people are a bit on the fence with it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to cracking this one up at uh, quarter past four. There you go. Well, just um, just to complete the almost full house, I too have a double IPA <laughs> um, and a, a similar sort of connection to Laura's. Uh, mine is Whiplash and Wylam uh, telephone line because we are all now much more reliant on our telephone line for the internetage so that we can all keep in touch indeed so how we can record this uh, podcast so two breweries that i love whiplash and wylam um so uh, i'm quite looking forward to uh, to this i don't I think tell you what why. hops are in it um it doesn't say what hops are in it Sean have got which is glasses. strange uh, I think me and Adam actually have matching glasses as well. I didn't get my connection, did I? My connection was something that you can kind of still get all, uh, get hold of in lockdown, plus kind of still, you know, paying back to the like to local economy. So obviously supporting Abidale through buying their beers, but I actually bought it from a little shop down the road. I think it's called the Green Shop. It used to be called Grugra Grenville's. Um, and it's like a proper old school little shop oh. in there. Uh, on Wadsley, Wadsley Lane, something like that. Um, so they've started stocking kind of local beers and stuff, and they've been a bit of a go-to just for getting those things that you can't quite get in Tesco, like the uh, toilet roll hidden behind some uh, <laughs> some random items they were keep, keep them going. But, yeah, so I thought, you know, a nod to them. Um, I used to love going there when I was – because I used to live not far from there when I was little. And the I think it's a nursery now across the road from it, that big building. There's one nearby, yeah, just down to um, corner house, yeah. Yeah, um, but that used to be my doctor's when I was little. So if I was good going to get my injections or whatever when I was little, I used to be able to go across the greengrocers and get a treat afterwards. <clears throat> so it's nice to know that you're now getting treats from there, Adam. Yeah, well, it used to be one of those like 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 last thing, wasn't it? Where, like everything was behind the counter thing. It was like, a, but they've opened it up now. But yeah, it's um, it's still got this. They sell sweets. Uh, yeah, well, sweets, well, it's kind of become um, kind of green, kind of sort of eco-y kind of shops now. But before it was like the, you know, everything's behind the counter: the the soup, the um, the you know, the pick not pick and mix. What is it called? You know, the boiled sweets in jars where you buy a quarter of it and all that lot. No sweets at all, and nowadays I was trying to be in and out, you know, not to hang around uh, too long because it was <laughs> during the lockdown period. So all right. <laughs> Very good. Um, right, th- this is going to be the probably the weirdest beer of the month that we've done because it's just been a weird month. And I was thinking earlier about I know I've had some good beers, but I can't I can't even remember like I can't remember anything from the last month. It's just like been such a whirlwind, very odd. Um, all right, let's 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 go around the same order then. So Laura, okay, so um, yeah, I'm no idea how long ago it was. Week and a half, two weeks. Uh, during Sheffield Beer Week, I was over in Liverpool for um, Sieber's uh, Beer X conference for a couple of days. Um, and while I was there, I went to Love Lane Brewing, uh, which is absolutely beautiful building. Um, I think it used to be 
one of the kind of big old breweries for Liverpool were in there. Uh, but yeah, now it's got kind of a love lane uh, making much more modern styles and things. Uh, the head brewer there is called Jack. He used to work for Atom. Absolutely lovely guy. Uh, so I went to have a beer with him. Uh, they've just made um, a beer, a New England IPA called Baltic Haze. It was 6%. Um, that's what I'm picking as my beer of the month, which is unusual for me because I'm not usually the biggest New England IPA fan. Um, I can find them a little bit too heavy. Uh, but this one was just really, really drinkable, uh, really just soft and juicy and everything that you'd kind of want from a New England IPA. Mosaic, Citra, Simcoe hops. Um, really, really good. Very much enjoyed it. Sounds nice. Right, sure. Sure. Um, I hadn't put uh, um, a little bit like you said at the start, James, that the last uh, few weeks have all uh, gone uh, slightly crazy. And so uh, thinking about um, beer of the month means I'm just going to go to last night (laughs) just to simplify things. And um, yesterday afternoon, uh, me and Deborah had a a little tootle in our, our garage uh, uh, we moved into this property about a year ago and our garage has still got some boxes in there with old books and little knickknacks in there that we've not really got around to opening so uh, we went in there looking for Scrabble um, which I'm going to be playing against Deborah as we finish this in about 40 minutes time and in one box I found something wrapped in, in newspaper or newspaper and it turned out to be a um, an old glass, a Norman Hunter uh, Barnsley, Super Barnsley pint glass. And uh, I was very excited to find it. And so yesterday evening, my first beer of the night was a Red Willow Effortless, which uh, again is 3.7% New Zealand hot, absolutely fantastic flavour. But I had that in my Norman Hunter Super Barnsley pint glass from about 1987-ish and so uh, um, I like the glass I love the beer and so um, that's going to be my beer of the month Cracking head on that one as well Sean I know it's on the uh... Everyone thought I'd done a terrible pour uh, including Adam and the glass has a a white uh, uh, filming on it so you can see all the lettering and everything else and so it was a perfect pour that looked like I needed a, a chocolate flake in the top of it. I did see that on Facebook and thought the same. Thought that's just it's all head. <laughs> Very embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> Laura, I think we, Laura, I think we, I think we drunk that on the half pint. I mean, you did together effortless that New Zealand effortless one. green can. Uh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Can. Really enjoyed. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. All right, Adam. Well, mine, I know what my beer is, and I'm kind of having to do a bit of a guess on the name, and I'll tell you why. It, and it kind of links to probably one of the last times I went to the pub, and it was at the Crow, um, to have a quick drink. And uh, and it, I was talking to Kate, and Kate were kind of in this sort of situation a lot of pubs have been into just not really knowing what's going off, what's you know what they're supposed to do, you know how much the advice is supposed to take. Do they just take it on themselves, or do they just wait for the government to... To tell them, to, but they had on their um, the Steel City collaboration with the Crow beer, but the clip just said Steel City and Crow. But I think 
it might be called Corvus Corona or something. And yeah. it's um, 7.2 New Zealand dry hopped sour brew type beer. Did you get all that? <laughs> wow. And to be honest, it's the first time I've never been a big, big fan of sour IPAs, but there's something about the brute thing kind of just helped it work. And it was kind of the first brute, st- sort of loosely brute style beer that I kind of thought, okay, yeah, I can see how this works. And I thought it really worked with the sour, like a sour IPA. But I thought it was really good. Just super quaffable for like 7.2 as well. So, um, yeah, really recommend recommend that if you. I don't I've had that, Adam. Yeah, uh, an excellent, uh, an excellent beer. I'm not a big fan of sour IPAs either, but they've released that in bottle. Uh, maybe it's within a month or so of the crew opening, and thought it was mm. outstanding. A, a real uh, shock to me at the time when I had it. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know if he's rebrewed it then or something. But or whether the, I don't know whether it keeps a year, but um, it, the the information on this one, which is like a year ago, like you said, um, or earlier this year. Um, it's the exact same information as I remember drinking, so I'm yeah. assuming it's the same. The same. I beer. think it was a one-off brew, so it's either a cast that they've kept back, or was it on keg? It was a keg, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll just kept kept uh, keg yeah. that. Uh, my beer of the month. I'm going back to um, Indie Beer Feast, which feels like it was a lifetime ago. It was like a different a different world thinking back to like walking around, touching people, drinking beer, not touching people, touching people. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and it's, um, I know you don't, I, I can't remember how you pronounce the brewery. I want to say Keys. How's it pronounced? K- K-W-S? Keys. No. Is it pronounced Keys? Keys. Kiss. 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 Uh, Right, well, I'll stick with keys then. Uh, It was uh, a caramel fudge stout uh, barrel aged uh, with cognac um, imperial stout. There's a lot of words there, isn't there? Cognac barrels, imperial stout, 11.5% caramel fudge. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. I think you can get it in, in cans. I think it's been around in, in kind of like takeaway format for quite a while. Um, but I've never had it. It was the first time that I'd had it. I had a third of it and it was just beautiful. And I actually drank a lot of stouts at um, Indie Beer Feast, which I didn't expect to do, but um, the stouts seemed to be like outstanding, really, really good. Uh, there were four or five that were just top notch. So unexpectedly found myself having a bit of a stout night, um, which was uh, which was excellent. But that was just beautiful. That was my favourite favourite beer of the of the indie beer feast. I don't think I've had anything since that's that's bettered it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm guessing Adam, you've obviously got the glass, so you must have gone as well. Yeah, I went on the Saturday afternoon. Um, met up with a guy um, with um, Simon and Vicky from Beers Without Frontiers Pod. So nice to see them. Um, obviously, a few friends as well. Um, yeah, quite relaxed. Um, went for a couple of beers afterwards. I think we ended up in the, the in the Rutland. You saw me. Outside. I didn't. Yeah, you saw me. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the I, see, I saw you, Sean, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was right. in there with some friends. <laughs> I was just going to see Elvis Costello. So pre uh, concert drinks in the Rutland <laughs> with a slurring Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought that that would have been like the last? I mean, Sheffield Beer Week was just in time, wasn't it? Before everything started to go. Yeah. <laughs> weird and like looking back now i think if i'd have known i'd have, I'd have gone to everything i'd have gone to every event that i could do if I'd, if we'd have known what was coming afterwards because in the end i didn't really do but i obviously went to indie beer feast and then um after that um just was kind of working all week so didn't didn't really get to any events or anything 
yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's been it's been odd. I don't know I mean I don't know how much people want to kind of talk about for me it's kind of on a personal level I feel like this this lockdown has been a bit of a, a positive reset for me a little bit like where like I'm kind of forced to do certain things rather than having the temptations of maybe doing things too many times, you know, too many pub trips or, you know, drinking too much. I feel like I've done much more exercise as well in much more kind of vigorous routine, you know what I mean? Like the routine, like a strict routine's kind of been quite good, I think, in a way. Obviously, it's it's a terrible thing generally, but just on a kind of personal, weird level, I kind of, no, it's kind of a bit of a reset. Maybe kind of, I think everyone's kind of thinking outside the box a bit with all sorts of stuff, you know, doing stuff like this and, you know, it's kind of, it's brought a lot of people together in, in really weird ways, hasn't it? And, you know, people are having these virtual pub pub, pub trips and also, you know, it's it's kind of weird and you think, what's going to happen afterwards? Are people still going to do that? Are people going to meet up with mates that they never see and just do it like this? You know, I, I mean, obviously people are still going to, people are going to flood back into pubs eh, rather than sitting in front of TV yeah. watching Coronation Street. <laughs> I've been that to, it's, a, it's a really good point. We are at two o'clock this afternoon. I've just taken part in the WhatsApp uh, virtual pub quiz. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, didn't win anything, but um, under normal circumstances, would not have participated in, a, in an online quiz. So yeah. I think it's making people more creative, more mindful, more disciplined. Yeah. And and I, I agree with you, there is an element of a, uh, a a bit of a reset, having to think about how we live our lives. And mm. um, hopefully something more positive might come out of, of what is such a, a worldwide uh, nightmare. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, like we've talked about, um, you know, the smaller, well, for, for, for maybe a few days, the people didn't really know where they were in terms of, you know, the advice from the government in terms of shutting, you know, not not, not being covered by, you know, insurance if they choose to shut down themselves and stuff. Um, but I think that's, I think a lot of stuff about the independent businesses is kind of in a lot of people's minds now. Maybe people will kind of think, oh, do you know what, rather than going straight back to Tesco or whatever, let's think about these people who have had a rough time you know, over the last few months, particularly smaller businesses. Um, and just, you know, and, and I think they'll, they'll be in the mind a bit more, I think. So hopefully people kind of will gravitate towards them more when we, um, I say when yeah. we get back to normal, it's more of an if, but <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. It's good. There's good, good points though. And I think, um, I think what you both said about how, because we've got to think outside the box um, and it means that we're doing things a bit differently. And, and in a lot of ways, there are some great positives for, for that. So I had a, a virtual night out last night where I, um, three different video calls with three different groups of friends and had a couple of beers with um, with each. But I think when you're on a night out, you, there's, there's stuff that distracts you, isn't there? And, and you know, there's all kinds of other stuff that's going on. On something like that, you're actually listening to what each other's saying and and you're taking more notice of each other than you do mm. when you're in person or in a big group on a night out or something like that it, it kind of it, it it felt more more personal and like it kind of meant a bit more because mm. we really were taking notice of what each other were saying and you haven't got people going off and having their own conversation in the corner and stuff like that um so yeah it, it, it kind of felt almost like it was just something a little bit more special and i think that we'll all probably um 
value that time that we spend with friends when you know whenever we find ourselves back to whatever becomes normality after this that that time with friends and going for a beer with friends that we've taken so for granted will mean more won't it because we'll, we'll just be more grateful of the, the the fact that we can do that and savor those moments a little bit more rather than them just being you know ten a penny um so i think there's there's loads of kind of little little positives that we can take from something that's obviously is is horrendous um sean it's it's you're the obvious person to kind of ask about this because you're um uh, you know there every day selling beer to the to the public and i know certainly the last week or so has been quite topsy-turvy for for you so what what's it kind of been like from a beer central point of view yeah we we had a um uh, a phenomenal week um up to a week ago yesterday um uh, the saturday um and so business-wise, that, that was truly outstanding as a week. The pubs had closed. And so for us as a little beer shop, um, it went back to almost Christmas levels of business. And Christmas levels of business in our shop do get sort of quite uh, exaggeratedly busy. Um, but actually, as, as it happened, being so busy on the, the final Saturday, um, scared us a little bit. And... Um, whilst it was all welcome that we've got good business in the till and everything else, um, it, it, it made a decision for us in that we felt that we were serving, um, and serving, serving with a smile, of course, but serving too many people uh, in, in, in what is an incredibly busy market. And so uh, we took the decision um, just under a week ago, last Monday, to close, uh, 2 p.m. we closed on, on Monday afternoon and all on the grounds of, of safety. I'm perhaps the reckless one of our, of our little team in terms of I'm, I'm keen to get the business and, 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 and carry on. But um, we had a, a nice team chat uh, last Monday and uh, listened to what everyone thought. And in the end, we went for a, a safety first policy. We closed before Boris and the government uh, put in place the, the additional uh, security measures excuse me, the additional uh, social distancing, distancing measures. And so uh, we, uh, we closed on, on, on Monday and that was that. Um, and so uh, we've not been back into the market since. The market closed on Saturday at uh, 4 o'clock to the general public. So uh, I might pop back in this week because our year end uh, in all of this is coming up as well. But uh, we, we took the decision to close as a team because we didn't want to risk things for our customers uh, and for ourselves. It's true. I mean, it's it's social distancing. In, obviously, you know, it is a it is a small shop, isn't it? So social distancing kind of means there's probably only one person in. If there's a second person yeah, in, they've got to be within the, two meters. Yeah, it, the, the the shop is three meters by three meters, and it doesn't have a front door, of course. And so, operating a um, a one-in-one-out policy is impossible. If, if someone's outside the shop, they're in the market, they're amongst other people as well. And so we felt that it was a particularly awkward place to maintain uh, two-meter levels. And even in our warehouse area, which is busy with lots of market staff and traders in there, uh, two meters was also difficult there as well. And so uh, we, uh, we decided that we should um, take ownership of things ourselves at the time and uh, and put um, the sales to one side and close. So, so there's no revenue there, 
but at the same time, um, we know that we're doing the right thing in terms of customer safety and staff safety, and uh, we feel much more comfortable uh, doing it that way. Yeah, cool. Um, it does. It obviously it feels like everything's changed from a beer point of view, and it has because you know going to the pub for a pint is just not a thing at the moment. Um, and for um, I think for most of us now that that getting hold of beer is is a delivery thing now, isn't it? Like obviously supermarkets are still a, a thing. Um, I, I don't know how it kind of works, but I believe that there's like offline systems and stuff are still allowed to open. But I, I, yeah. I can't think of any that are. But I've not really kind of um, looked around so i got a delivery of a few beers yesterday from uh craft and berry which is a fairly new place that's opened on ecclesall road they've very quickly adjusted to doing um deliveries um uh, i know two-thirds have started doing deliveries there's lots of loads of places that have um quite quickly sort of um adjusted to doing that um laura abbeydale have started doing um deliveries quite quickly yeah we always did like courier delivery and collection from the brewery but um, we don't do, we've stopped the collection for now um, just to kind of stop any um, additional people obviously coming into the environment, um, but have started doing delivery around Sheffield. Um, so, yeah, that's been a big shift for us as well over the last week. That's, um, yeah, just been a big change and trying to make sure that people aren't going too thirsty. Um, but yeah, I think I'm definitely missing the pub, but. I mean, me and Jim were in a good state to uh, get through any kind of lockdown for a very long time with the amount of beer that we have in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's one thing for me that's been quite nice is uh, all like we had a big bottle of Crooked Stave the other night that we don't really get much chance to drink in the house because we do go out quite a lot, which is great. But then when we're in, you know, we're a bit more mindful of having days off drinking and that kind of thing so uh, it's been quite quite exciting in a way to break into the stash a little bit <laughs> but how yeah is it, how, how is it working then i mean obviously if it's if it's confidential but how what what does the change mean at a brewery then i mean are you kind of just brewing just for small package now and are you can you can you can you make kind of yeah it's really hard to know what to produce i suppose in terms of what yeah. quantity i suppose I mean, for us, we're, at Abbeydale, we're definitely trying to shift more into the small pack thing. So we've upped the canning runs. Uh, we're supposed to be getting our own canning line in um, soon. Don't really know quite when, which will mean we'll be a little bit more flexible in that. Um, and we've started doing mini kegs as well, which even mm. though we're having to brew once a week because we have our own yeast. Um, so we need to keep that alive by using it. Um, so we are still brewing once a week, um, but that's down from sort of eight to ten times, really. Um, and uh, the mini keg kind of process is quite labour intensive, so <laughs> that's taking up. Uh, that's kind of keeping us busy at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a big change and a big kind of drop in uh, in production. Um, but just kind of doing what we can while we can, really. It is weird times, isn't it? Because you you kind of feel like um, it's almost inevitable that there will be 
pubs that just don't come out the other side of this. It, it's hard to see every pub surviving this and, and reopening again when we already knew and uh, that you know the, there were so many pubs around the country that were that were struggling anyway. You know, it's been a bit of a, a dying art form in a lot of ways, hasn't it? And I think some of the pubs that that we tend to go to have probably been thriving because um, of of the kind of beer that they specialise in and things like that. Um, but even so, you, you you just kind of work. You know how long this goes on for whether there'll be pubs even ones that we that we know and love that might really struggle to get through this i know paul uh one of my locals and one of my favorite pubs um they uh have they've just launched a crowdfunder for people to start kind of buying vouchers and discount cards and things like that for when they reopen um so uh that's something um that i'm really keen to support and I wouldn't be surprised if a few other places start doing something similar. I've seen a few kind of selling merch and things like that that yeah. they've brought in just in, to... In the Rutland's doing a few like vouchers yeah. stuff as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely um, going to help that the government is supporting the people's wages. Obviously, like if if, if you had, if that wasn't going to happen and you've still, yeah. either still got to pay loads of people's wages and you've got no money coming in, or, you know, it's, you'd probably have a lot more um, people going under. It kind of makes you wonder how many people are kind of afford the rates and the rent and stuff just for these few months to kind of take over you know not not making any profit but i suppose at least most people's wages are kind of kind of covered in some in some way um, so that might help a little bit um but i think everyone's just a bit up in the air where no one really knows what's yeah. going to happen but i think the good community spirit thing i think it's all really positive how everyone's really really digging in and kind of you know i think that it will and it sounds a bit like fluffy but it will actually help won't it i mean you know, people are a bit more, like a bit more mindful about things, and um, yeah. Plus, you know, people who are still getting paid, you know, probably aren't spending as much at the minute. Um, yeah, there might be a big, a big boom. <laughs> well, we were now. we were chatting yesterday about um, like when the pubs reopen. Um, it's going to be really strange to see how that works because you can't just open a pub and it have all its beer ready to go, just yeah. like that. You know, yeah. and like I said. Abbeydale are still brewing a little bit. Other breweries will be doing the same. Other breweries aren't doing anything. You can't just have beer ready as soon as you're told the pubs are open. So yeah. I think there's going to be, it's going to be a funny time when they do reopen as kind of getting back into normality, even when, even when we can go. Um, so yeah, be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, it's, it is going to be um it's kind of the unknown, isn't it? It's like how, however long this goes on for, we haven't got a clue. You know, I've seen predictions of yeah. social distancing rules maybe in place that you know we're talking months and months, like of over a year, rather than talking about weeks and and how that works in terms of pubs. And we're very adaptable, aren't we, as humans? We're very adaptable as as a as a race, effectively. That um, you know, if if uh, social distancing becomes the norm, but pubs are allowed to open. Um, then pubs will adapt, and they'll they'll find a way of making that work. But then you look at kind of micro pubs and you know other such kind of places and think, well, you know what what how does that work long term? So um, there's just so many um, 
question marks at the moment, isn't there? There's, there's so many uncertain areas that it's it's hard to kind of know. But um, you know, I think Sheffield very much a kind of place that when the opportunity is there for everyone to get back into um, pubs and, and other places, other beer establishments, and support them again, then um, I think that we'll you know we'll all be looking to do that as, as quickly as we can. Um, we've only got a few minutes left because um, we're doing this on Zoom, and I'm too tight to pay for a Zoom upgrade. So um, quickly, how um, how's everyone's beer? I, I am slightly worrying whether or not um, an 8.1 percent beer at four in the afternoon might have been a mistake. It's very nice, but I can feel it. <laughs> I can't feel mine. Mine's eight point five. It's really, really nice. It's really smooth, and it's really easy drinking. Mm. So, I'll I'll let you know later how the rest of my evening comes out. I'll probably be in bed at half past seven. <laughs> very good, very good. It's very different to the last. It's not even similar to the last sort of deliverance one I had. I don't think it's anywhere close to the same percentage either. Is it? Was it about nine the last one? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Very good. If you like your kind of New Englandy style stuff, if you like stuff like Huckster, but a percent higher than something. If you like Sabro, you'll love it. It's really nice. But really good. I've got the other. What's the other one? I've got. I've still got the other one. This New England one. What's it called? Oh, the um, Hop Cult Armageddon. Is it? Is that what it's okay. called? Yeah, I think I'll be having that later. I've, I've got, got a, one of those you, in the fridge. Watching really the video, I've got a bit of a red face. I've just I've just done my exercise for the day, so I've kind of. I feel I'm guilt free now, so I can get yeah, we you know, were, regulation we a, hour exercise. Yeah. <laughs> we ran a half marathon for fun earlier today because we were supposed to be doing the Sheffield half. <laughs> so we just ran for a bit. Sean, what's the Pomona <laughs> Island like? Um, it's all gone, uh, James. So the advantage of having a, a 3.2% beer uh, uh, means I could slurp it very quickly. And I think it's the perfect preparation for a game of Scrabble. Uh, it's just loosened up my shoulders nicely. And uh, I think I'm on a, a certainty in terms of beat endeavour at Scrabble in 10 I like, minutes. I like a gin and tonic playing Scrabble. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I, I, I don't like a gin and tonic playing Scrabble, so uh, I'll, I'll stick to the beer, Adam. But thanks for the did, just, uh, just Just quickly, John, did you, uh, did you not drink while you were doing the pub quiz earlier? Uh, no, I didn't. No, Roy um, was uh, drinking water while I was doing it. And yeah. so I, I, I didn't, he couldn't see me. So if he'd have asked, I would have pretended I was drinking a double IPA. But, uh, but no, I knew we were going to be drinking again for this. So I thought I'd better yeah. take it. Like, it's making me very sensible. Yeah, too, too sensible. I'll, <laughs> I'll get all reckless again when the pub's reopen. I'm sensible. I've got some water here as well. This is super oh, sensible. I'm not, I'm not IPA sensible. and water. Anyway, um, it's been lovely to catch up with you all. Um, we we should do this again um, soon, um, and you know, obviously, as things unfold and become a bit clearer, um, and kind of see what's going to happen. And um, I think between us, we'll we'll probably get the chance to chat to a few people that that run some kind of local pubs and stuff, and get a, a real flavour for what the situation is. So um, yeah, we'll um, we'll catch up soon. How's this work, James? Can can people rewatch? this over the next week or two and uh, yeah I should be able to yeah I've not really figured that out yet but we'll probably stick it on um, Facebook and maybe on YouTube as well Um, so yeah there'll be a chance for people to to do that and um, obviously being a shorter episode we could do a few more regular ones I don't think any of us have kind of got a 
particularly hectic social calendar for no. the next few weeks, have we? So, <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back soon with another um, lockdown episode of the um, of the Hopcast. Mm. Beloved, see you all and um, take care. Yeah. See you Stay later. safe, everybody. See you later.